Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. A few weeks ago, I received a question from a listener about the differences between NFC, near-field communication, and Bluetooth. This week, I hope to clear up any confusion between Bluetooth and NFC, and also highlight the benefits of each. This episode of the Tech Talker podcast is brought to you by Connected Camps, an online Minecraft camp for kids. This summer, kids can learn all about Minecraft from coding and architecture to in-game engineering and game design. Camps are all online and can be done from home in a safe, dedicated Minecraft server. Kids learn and play in a secure, monitored environment taught by experienced counselors. One of the coolest things, though, is that it's in a safe online environment that promotes digital citizenship and teaches kids the importance of collaboration and community organizing. Now, normally each week-long camp regularly costs $139, but right now they're offering an early bird special just for $99 if you register before the end of the month. On top of that, sign up now with the promo code TOTALLY25 and receive an additional 25% off the Summer of Minecraft camp for the early bird special. That's just $99 for a week-long camp. If this sounds interesting for you or your kids, head on over to ConnectedCamps.com and Connected Camps will give you an additional 25% off if you enter the coupon code TECH25. That's ConnectedCamps.com and enter TECH25 at checkout to get 25% off your purchase and show your support for this podcast. Now, I just did a whole episode on Bluetooth, which you can find a link that I post in the show notes of today's episode. If you're just here for a high-level comparison, though, Bluetooth is a technology that is meant for short-range distances, typically around 30 feet at the max. It's included in almost all phones now so that you can connect your phone to your car, headsets, speakers, and a whole host of other devices so long as you're nearby. Bluetooth was created way back in the 1990s and is incredibly popular because of the range of uses that it has, such as file transfer and even geolocation. It's a pretty solid technology and will be here for a very long time. Next, let's move on to NFC. NFC is another type of communication that is meant for very short distances and happen very quickly. Unlike Bluetooth, NFC has a short distance of just 4 centimeters. That's less than 2 inches. NFC uses an extremely small amount of power and is great for payment apps such as Apple Pay and Google Wallet. NFC is also extremely useful for reading information. For example, if you're an Android phone user, you've probably seen small NFC stickers that you can buy to program your phone. With an Android device with NFC, you can touch your phone to a sticker, and then your phone can perform whatever action you have it programmed to do. You can do this using two apps called Tasker and Trigger. I posted links to both of these in today's episode. And basically, they are a one-stop shop for Android automation. I use these apps along with my Android phone to program certain actions to happen when I touch my phone to a sticker. For example, I had one set up to open my podcast manager and start playing from a specific playlist. This was great when I was in the car because I just tapped my phone to a sticker and bam. I had another one in the kitchen that would open up Evernote to my grocery list so it was easy to add items. A lot of these little actions save steps and make multi-action steps easy to do. In fact, it's what I miss most about switching from an Android to an iPhone, is the distinct lack of useful NFC. Alright, now that we know a bit about each, let's get back to the question at hand. Which is better, NFC or Bluetooth? Well, it's a loaded question, because while they do both transmit wireless data short distances, they have completely different uses. For example, as I was saying, before NFC has a range of only 4 centimeters. That sounds pretty useless for something wireless, to have such a short range, so what gives? 
One of the primary uses in phones for NFC is for payments. You don't want your payment information to be transmitted very far. Say you're in a grocery store. You don't want to be broadcasting information to everyone around you. If Apple Pay or Google Wallet instead use Bluetooth, that information will get sent up to 30 feet away, which means someone could be across the store away from you or even parked in a car reading that information. NFC also uses a fraction of the energy that Bluetooth does. This is great because it means you don't have to worry about switching it on or off when you're trying to save battery. And a day of shopping using Apple Pay or Google Wallet won't drain your battery hardly at all. It's funny actually how well Bluetooth and NFC seem to work together. Each uses one's weaknesses as its strength. Bluetooth has range, both NFC you don't necessarily want range. Bluetooth can transfer a lot of data, and NFC can transfer a little bit of data extremely quickly. To drive this home even more, there are devices that are actually using a combination of Bluetooth and NFC for their devices. Normally with Bluetooth, the first time you set up a device, you have to program it into your phone. This can take a little bit of time getting numbers right and making sure the device is discoverable. Companies are using NFC to exchange that information quickly to make setup of a Bluetooth device much less painful. All right, so now what's the future look like for NFC going forward? What's really interesting is that NFC seems to be missing from half of the phone market. Apple, I'm looking right at you. However, the iPhone 6S and newer phones actually have NFC built into them. This is how they use Apple Pay. However, Apple devices don't have any of the other slick automation and tagging tools like Android because at this time, NFC is only available for the main operating systems and not to any of the apps. This means even if they wanted to, app developers couldn't use NFC. However, in the summer of 2015, Apple joined the NFC forum, which guides how the technology will progress in the future. Now they are rubbing elbows with Google and Samsung and a whole host of other companies that also use NFC. Remembering back a couple of years, this same situation played out with the fingerprint reader on Apple devices. At first, only the main operating system had access to it. Then a year later, apps were given access to it as well. I'd be willing to bet that with the release of the next iPhone, that NFC will start coming to iOS apps. If you like the Tech Talker podcast, we just added an awesome show to our lineup. Here at Quick and Dirty Tips, called Unknown History. Did you know that Agatha Christie once mysteriously disappeared? Or that it's possible to survive the Titanic sinking by drinking whiskey? You can hear these surprising tales plus many more in our new podcast, Unknown History. It's hosted by best-selling author and historian Giles Milton, and you can listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else they have any podcasts. So go check it out. It's called Unknown History, and I know you'll love it. Now, be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep technology simple. 